and welcome to GBBO Bake Off Bake Down, the unofficial Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm your host, Kira, and on this podcast, we are going to break down or bake down every episode of the Great British Bake Off. Things might get a little technical, but hopefully in the end, it'll be a showstopper. On your marks, get set, podcast. Hello and welcome back to GBBO Bake Off Bake Down. It is episode eight now and it is free from week. Yes, I missed the skit at the start completely. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you'll know that I always miss it. But anyway, we move on. We have a little recap of last week, which um, Lizzie was nearly in danger. Unfortunately, George went home and Jorgen was back to form last week. And it is the quarterfinal now and they're going to be doing three recipes that are free from dairy, free from meat and free from gluten in that order. Um, Jürgen said he's excited for this week. Chig says he's never made a dairy free, I think, before. And Lizzie is, of course, mentioning how she's always called up on her finesse. So she's, you know, she's not sure she's going to be able to bring the finesse this week, but we shall wait and see. Um, so <laughs> it's free from baking and Matt and Noel come in to introduce the signature and he says it's free from baking so we don't have to do anything we can just lie on hammocks and eat loganberry jam <laughs> which I think is the same as what is loganberry jam I think loganberry jam is hmm let me think gooseberry I think they're similar anyway I don't know what you call them in America, but you can let me know. So we're going on and we see that they have to do eight identical dairy free ice cream sandwiches and they've three hours to do so. This is the signature. They can use eggs and cream and butter. Oh, no, they can't use cream and butter. Excuse me. They have to. They can use eggs, of course, but they cannot use anything dairy. So cream and butter are out. So Peru and Paul are talking about how they might use some coconut milk, oat milk. It must taste amazing. And <laughs> Jürgen says it's the Great British freeze off today he's very very charming isn't he in, in a kind of a <laughs> wholesome way so Lizzie is making a vanilla and almond brittle and she says it's inspired by her dog when they go on walks she passes the Mr Whippy van and out of that she gets vanilla ice cream for her dog who is also called Prue um, which I think is really cute and it's so funny like obviously people love their dogs but like isn't that just such a funny thing that nowadays everything is about the dog. You have to get the dog a puppuccino, an ice cream, all the best food. <laughs> I know because um, I know what it's like even when I foster. Like I do love to spoil the dogs and uh, get them little treats along the way. So it's just so funny. It's it's kind of um, people slag it online, say it's very millennial. But yeah, it's all about the dogs. You have to bring your dog wherever you go and look after them. Um, and Lizzie certainly looks after Prue and Prue looks like a fabulous dog. So George is making, uh, sorry, excuse me, Giuseppe is making his with soy milk and tofu and he's using orange and ginger flavours and he wants it to taste orange enough. So he's using orange zest, orange juice, orange candied peel and orange essence. So, I mean, I just thought that was gas. He's using all types of orange and he said it's going to be virtually fat free. Something to do with the soy and the tofu. I don't really use either of those myself so wouldn't be something I would uh, have much experience on but Giuseppe is ready to take the risk and use that for his ice cream and it seems to be working out from 
Chiggs is making his mum's tropical delight and he says his mum would be uh, giving out, I suppose, about how he, he's wasting bits of the mango. But he's making it with mango um, and it looks like it's going to be good. Lizzie is talking about how when she was practicing, she left a freezer door open and uh, we can see her dropping a bit on the floor, which is just shows how precarious this ice cream making is. Um, Chiggs is saying that the ice cream, it, when you're not using dairy, it does be slightly firmer ice cream. Um, Jürgen is making macaroons for his or macarons. Um, macarons, not something I'm really into, but I can see how it would work for the ice cream sandwiches. Jürgen's flavours are banana and coconut and it's called Meet My Favourites. He always has little funny titles on his. Um, and he says that when he goes around to all the ice cream parlours in Germany, he does a test case, which is pistachio and banana, I think. And um, Paul questions him, is this an official job? And he said, no, just my internal one. So very funny altogether. I can I can understand that. I mean, I like to go around and uh, test different things. It's a nice little mission to have for yourself, isn't it? I like to test hot chocolates in places, see if they're good. <laughs> very, very hard to find a good one. Um, okay, so Christelle is using tahini and miso again. Oh my God, miso. She loves miso. Um, so hers is tahini and miso frappuccino, I think. Um, she did say that she tried a chewy cookie, but it didn't um, freeze well. And she's using, um, yeah, miso again. Um, but yeah, we've we've seen all five of them now. And I don't know why. I really got a feeling that Christelle could be the winner. It's just... She's, she takes the risk and she goes for it like she's she's doing really well so I don't know it's really strong now with her and the other final people like it's it's gonna be tough so anyway um there's a really really funny moment with um Lizzie as I've said over these last seven to eight weeks like Lizzie is absolute gas like she's so funny she's talking about she's using 100% cocoa to make her um ice cream sandwiches and uh, <laughs> it looks really, really dark. It's like a really um, black color. And uh, she's like, do you know what this reminds me of? To know. And he says, what, the inside of a coffin? <laughs> and she says, no, Jaguar week. And he goes, you're weirder than me. <laughs> Which is saying a lot, like, because he is extremely weird. Um, so the contestants are going on. They're molding their ice cream. They're using, like, silicone molds or they might be using little metal molds. Um, while the biscuits are baking and Giuseppe's not using the mould like the rest he's kind of scooping his and moulding it around by hand and um, Lizzie while she's making her little um, art way she's uh, actually what did I even mention that thing about what she was using oh yes Lizzie and the finesse she is um, using a pattern roller like a rolling pin with a pattern on it with all the dogs it look, it's a really nice little rolling pin um, obviously commercially bought but anyway we won't we'll let her away with that on GBBO but um, she's talking she's using a bit of glitter and she says I should be on a different Channel 4 show I should be on Grace and Perry's art show so very funny um, so I <laughs> uh, Noel does the little piece to camera or the piece to the judges. I said, you have 8,000 mittens, tiger chop suey or something like that. And uh, Matt says, what's that? It's free from, it's free from logic. So free from logic. They're free from logic most of the time when they do their little bits to camera anyway. But um, <laughs> Noel goes up to Christelle and he says, how's it going? 
And she starts to say, well, did I? And he goes, yeah, whatever. Walks off. <laughs> and he's like, no, really, how's it going? And she's like, okay. And then she's like, all right. Well, this is, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yawn. <laughs> so Noel and Christelle just have the best banter together. Um, Matt says to Giuseppe, are you anxious? And Giuseppe says, yes, I feel like I've missed something. And he goes, yeah, you've missed to add the dairy. <laughs> And Jürgen um, is not happy. His macaroons, he says, they're not right. As they come out, there's something wrong with them. And he says, that's pretty awful to himself. So he is hard on himself. God love him. But I have to say, all of them, all the ice cream sandwiches, I don't think I've ever seen an ice cream sandwich um, recipe on Bake Off before. But they look absolutely delicious. I really would like to taste them. Time for the judging. And Lizzie, the judges like the praline and the chocolate hit bitter is bitter. And they like that. But it is messy, but he's, Paul says messy is normal for you. Um, Chigs, they say his are beautiful. They're very professional looking. It uh, needs more mango. Prue says maybe he should use canned mango pulp. Uh, the coconut is there, but it needs more of a punch. Jorgen, Jorgen, not Jorgen. Jorgen, they say, um, did you rest them? Um, you're supposed to rest the macarons before you bake them, I think, because that creates the skin. I didn't know that. Um... And he said, no, I, he was in a bit of a rush. But um, Paul suggests Italian meringue would have been better for this recipe. Um, Prue says they're very chewy, but she likes it. I think she recognises that he's kind of invented a new type of uh, macaron here. Um, and yeah, they, she also mentions that they're delicious to Jürgen. So Jürgen's doing okay. And um, Christelle is next. They, he says, uh, Paul says they're nice looking, they're uniform, they're tempting. Um, that's what Prue says and I can see them picking them up with their hands they, some of them they were kind of cutting and using a spoon but some of them they were picking up with their hands which is kind of a nice little handheld bake for you there um, so about Christelle's they said they're light and kind of wet but the, she's done a very very nice job so Christelle did very very well on that um, Giuseppe his were not as creamy as, as Prue thought there's a lovely flavour the texture is fantastic the orange cuts through um, and the ginger and Prue says she would love that mashed up in a bowl which is very funny so Giuseppe says that he's the most pleased he's ever been with that signature he's delighted uh, Lizzie says what's new she always gets pulled up on the finesse um, Jorgen is happy that Prue liked his invention and now it's time for the technical and Prue has set this for them and it's time for the technical advice of the week you can't Go on without having the technical advice of the week, which, as I say, every week, it's just so, so generic. But here we go. Technical proof says your advice is the flavor always matters. But in no, let me repeat that. Let me say that properly. Flavor always matters. But in this technical it is absolutely key. So there you go. The flavor. I suppose it makes sense because. When you are working with a gluten-free, oh no, this is actually vegan, but when you are working with free farm or you're working with dairy, vegan alternatives and stuff, you can, you can mess up the flavour a little bit. You have to be a bit more precise. So they are asked to make eight identical vegan sausage rolls with a red onion chutney. Now the inside of the sausage roll is chestnut and mushroom and it's a rough puff pastry. And I love that rough puff. I always hear that on this show. I think this is the first rough puff we've kind of had for um the this year <laughs> so um they did like the the ones that they made for the 
example, they look really tasty. So I would definitely eat one of these vegan sausage rolls to look really good. Christelle says this is going to be interesting. They're talking about how they're not using butter. It's a vegan kind of coconut and rapeseed oil kind of thing. Um, the pastry has to be beautifully light. And Paul says this is a very challenging challenge. For the dough, they use vegan block um, flour, salt and water. And they seem to be kind of using food processors to make it. Um, and I can't remember who was talking to Matt, but he was saying, I like making a puff pastry. I think it was Chigs. No, I don't know who it was. Was it Lizzie? I, might, I like making a puff pastry. And pa Matt says, that's why you're making me one. Matt is very quick off the mark, isn't he? So they're folding them and they're laminating them. So I think they get the butter and the dough and they kind of laminate and laminate and fold and fold and fold. Um, Jürgen says, oh, there's a bad thing here. <laughs> so funny. Kind of reminds me of that song. I just did a bad thing. I love that song so much. Um, he says the butter is coming true. And he says bad lamination. And, and uh, Noel's questioning, what's that mean? What's that mean? Well, the butter's coming true. What's that mean? It's bad lamination. What's that mean? Well, Paul will be cross. Um, so it's, I think they added, oh yes, it's time to put it in the freezer, the laminating pastry. And now they're going to make the inside. They're cutting the onions and the mushrooms up. And uh, I think um, Lizzie says that she normally just gets a vegan sausage and mashes it up and makes a vegan sausage all that way. Good idea, I think. She said this is a lot of faffing. So um, they're saying how it's nice to have something savoury for a change and Paul likes savoury things. And Noel is saying he um, has sausage roll fingers and he uses his index finger to measure. <laughs> he loves doing this. This is like the, t the fake tan last week with the, ch the caramel. OK, so Jürgen is a bit confused with the laminating, as he says. Um, Giuseppe sa is asked by Matt, what did they call these in Italy? And they make them and they're called rustiche. Rustice, and Matt is doing the Italian accent, and <laughs> he's going Rustice, Rustice, and you're and Giuseppe is saying, "I love the voice." <laughs> it's very funny. Um, Christelle has some off cuts of her pastry after cutting it, and she's trying to kind of roll them back together and meld them back. And um, they have to do diagonal cuts, and they have to be all uniform, so everyone's counting their cuts how many they do. Um, Lizzie is saying that um, she's kind of predicting what Paul is going to say. The crimp on that is awful. She's doing his voice and she did his voice amazing. I know they're both from Liverpool, but I was like, yeah, that's exactly it. And her and Noel are talking about how all the dead cool kids are vegan. And they've half an hour left and they're all in the oven and they have to make the chutney. So there's more chopping, as Lizzie says. I'm loving the, <laughs> the Scouse accent. Um, more chopping. Um I think it's time for the judging now. First up um, in the blind test uh, judging was Chiggs's one and they said it should be better. Paul says it's okay, but I think mm, uh, it's actually Prue who says that the she wanted kind of the the shine of the pastry to be a bit better or the colour of it to be a bit better. But Paul says it's okay, so they disagree slightly on that. They think there's a good balance inside it, the flavours are good and it's crumbly and soft inside. So that's great for Chiggs, he's doing well. Um, Christelle, Paul mentions they look like pasties, so kind of like a Yorkshire pasty, or is that what they're called? Yorkshire pasty? Cornish pasty, what am I talking about? Cornish pasty. Anyway, uh, they say her chutney is good Um, the the sausage rolls are rather tough with the pastry and um, Paul tastes it and the chilli is so 
strong that he coughs and he says, can I have milk, please? <laughs> and Matt says, oat milk. I think he says oat milk anyway. Next up was Giuseppe's one and they say there's really good mushroom flavour. I think that's what he was saying. He makes mushroom pizza or something at home. So he's good with his mushroom flavours. But they say they're overbaked and a bit dry. Uh, Lizzie, they say the flakiness is there. It's good. The lamination's good. I don't know. It looks like Lizzie did okay. Maybe it just didn't look good at all. And then Jurgens, they say they're big, they're clumsy, they're a bit dry. They like the flavour, um, but it's even though it's a bit herby. So anyway, this is the this is who came in the ranking. I'm sure it was hard to judge. Fifth up was Christelle. They said there wasn't a good glaze. Um and then I think it was probably the chili in the chutney as well. He actually calls her up to try the chutney. And uh, she says, I'm okay with spice. And then literally like five seconds later, she's coughing herself. So, yeah, spiciness is there. I mean, we actually grow chilies here. Um, we grow a lot in our greenhouse and we did a taste test. And like I was nearly on the floor. It was so bad. <laughs> I actually couldn't cope. Um, let me think. What are the names of them? We do habanero, we do um, one called Aji Charpita, which is an Indian one. Um, what else do we do? What else do we do? Obviously, we do paprika and, oh, it escapes me, but there were some really spicy ones. Oh, we do the, um, not the scotch bonnet, what's it called? Oh, God, that's mad. I can't think of that. Anyway, fourth up was Jürgen, and they said his were just very untidy. Third came Lizzie, and they were overbaked, but like she actually did all right. And then second was Giuseppe. They were just a bit flat. And then first was Chigs. His were moist. His chutney was lovely. And yeah, he just did the best on the vegan uh, technical and Jiggs is speaking to camera and he says that he has got the handshake, he's got the star breaker and he's got first in technical. So he's got and got the full house. <laughs> OK, so. um, they, We're back in the little side of the tent and we're hearing from the judges and the uh, presenters what they think. Um, I think they weren't happy with any. Um, they said they would have needed Freya for this week. Obviously, Freya was the vegan baker from before. Um, they're saying who's coming up front. Giuseppe. Um, Paul is saying that Chigs could catch up. Asking who's in trouble this week. Lizzie, hers is not so... Uh, <laughs> Prue says she's trying not to be neat or something. She just seems determined not to be neat. And Prue says she wants to strangle her and of course Matt and Noel don't let her get away with that and say you can't keep murdering people and Christelle is so erratic it seems to be a bit of a roller coaster she's up and down um she's really high high caliber and then a little bit like down lower up high lower so let's go into the showstopper it is the gluten-free celebration cake it must have two tiers and then Matt said he'd shed two tears for something. I couldn't understand what he was talking about. He put on such a funny voice. We hear a tiny bit of history about when gluten-free baking came in, which was in the 1950s. We hear in the voiceover from Noel. And I thought that was kind of a throwback to the old little segments that used to be on GBBO. Oh, my God. I actually can't believe they used to do them on BBC, where during the show, literally um, Sue or Mel would just... Oops, sorry. 
my thing came out, would just fly off to like Germany or something and show you how things were invented over there or whatever. I love those little history bits. I actually would love to watch them again. Um, but they gave up on that. So anyway, they just talk a little bit about what gluten is. It's from any flour made from barley, rye or wheat. Um, so what can they use? If they use it, they're obviously going to be using alternative flours. Um, but sometimes they easily break. So they they can add their eggs and butter. Um, Christelle is making her grandma's dress. She said her grandma had this dress planned um, for her sister's wedding before her sister was even engaged and she's making a cascading dress and the flavours are kind of coconut and jaggery creme pat and she's using rice flour which is kind of cool um, now they're also they a lot of them well a few of them are using xanthan gum which is a nat- natural product which is a stabiliser and a binder um, that's what Jürgen explains Giuseppe wants to stay away from these types of additives and he's making a black forest ghetto kind of style and it's going to be flower free but he's uh, noticed that Paul's favourite um, cake is the black forest and Prue doesn't like it so um, Matt Noel's giving him a bit of jip for splitting the judges on week eight. Um, Chiggs is using a lot of apple cider vinegar into his red velvet cake and he talks a little bit about his cousin who's been a uh, gluten-free for two years and he was the guinea pig on this cake so he tasted it so it's all back on him and he gave him a good review so it should be good and um, he's making a chocolate collar and he, he's using uh yeah that kind of thing um for his red velvet, velvet and um yeah chigs like he's a bit of a newcomer he's only in a year or whatever he said he was only in a few months in the baking game but he's doing so so well he kind of uh Kind of just goes to show you don't really need all that experience. You can, you can pick it all up. But um, he's really holding his own. Like I don't know how he's doing it. Kind of reminds me of like in um, Drag Race when you have like a drag queen who's uh you know new to the game, um but does really well. Like kind of like Shangela or something. <laughs> Although Shangela had to go at it a few times before she had that experience. So maybe not. Maybe not a good comparison. Um. So I think one of the presenters asks him does he like doing gluten-free he's probably no that's them and he says no he prefers the full fat stuff <laughs> so um they are making the layers Jürgen is making a white milk and dark chocolate layer and what's kind of setting him apart is that he's making so many different layers I think he's probably making like nine or something with the white milk and dark that he like is having to put his um you know, things in the oven at different times. You know, he can't just, I, don't, I think this is the case, he can't just go and use someone else's oven. <laughs> so because there's so many different layers, um, it can be difficult. But Jorgen's is called the Ultimate Gluten-Free Birthday Cake. Um, Yeah, the, the, the titles and the themes, they kill me. They're just so funny. Like, you're just like, Ultimate Gluten-Free Birthday Cake. Um, but he's using it with apricot jam and chocolate um, ganache drips. And of course, the white milk and dark chocolate is going to be Jurgen's chocolate idea. Um, Lizzie is making a cake that celebrates her being different, and she talks about her different uh, SEN needs, um, such as dyslexia, dyspraxia, and ADHD. And she's going to make the shag rug kind of look, and um, with the piping on the outside, and she's using rice paper fins, and. Yeah, it looks really cool. Even in the drawing of it in the little book that comes up, the illustration looks really cool. So her flavours are lime, 
pineapple and she says that the shag rug kind of outside is gonna represent kind of the brain fuzz that she experienced but it really looks fab and she said it's gonna kind of um like with her things are organized chaos um <laughs> so we have a little skiff from the presenters and it says free from presenters and a little handwritten note of that so they don't have to do anything um Jürgen is yet to make all his cake batter and he's on his third sponge she's putting it in so he's definitely behind in that case Christelle is using jaggery which is a dark brown sugar I think her grandmother makes um and <laughs> Noel and her actually discussed the banter and he says look you I have great banter with you and you can handle it you know and she seems to be able to like he was saying like I wouldn't be on he'd be she says oh normally you're saying to me why are you here and all and uh, he's like, well, I couldn't be saying to Jürgen, why are you here? <laughs> so I love the honesty. Um, Chiggs is waiting for his to cool down. He says it's all about the cooling down, which is kind of ironic because the editors literally did some good editing there and they just edit in a part where you can see uh, Jürgen is still putting his in the oven. So, yeah, probably a little bit of dramatic editing there. Um, then the judges are, so excuse me, the presenters are outside and they say we're free from the tent. Bit of nature. So they're very funny. Um, Giuseppe's putting black sour cherries on his and he says you have to be careful because they can be quite strong. Um, Jürgen is sploshing things on Matt. <laughs> Matt is just on flying form tonight for me. Um, he says, I can definitely think of worse things to uh, be splashed on, <laughs> to be sploshed on. Um, Chiggs is doing his chocolate drip, which looks really amazing. Jürgen is uh, doing his icing and he says that... Um, Noel is a calming influence. I don't know if that's true. Christelle is doing her roses and she's doing her bodice on it. And this is where I kind of was like, are you sure this is your grand's dress? Like with this kind of corset bodice. And then she kind of explains it a bit better. She says uh, it's the dress she never got to wear. And she's saying, I'm waiting for this breeze to go. There was a breeze going by and she wouldn't move until the breeze is gone. Lizzie's piping looks really good. Chig's decoration looks good. Um, also, Lizzie's, the letters and numbers on the fans is really effective. And the judges do pick up on that later. Uh, Chig's says, was your grandma dressed like that? <laughs> so even Chig's was thinking the same. Um, Lizzie and Christelle uh, are kind of having an emotional moment because Christelle says she's so proud of Lizzie. And um, it's funny, actually, Christelle came up on my TikTok. Actually, I follow her. Um, but she put up this little video and it was like, "My, I love my baking family or something. And I literally, for some reason in my mind, I was like, is she talking about her real family? She had all these pictures and videos of all the guys. No, it was actually just her and the contestants. So you can see how strong the friendship and the bond is between them. Now it's time for the judging of the showstopper and Christelle, the the comments uh, that Prue says is it's very witty. She likes the bodice. They love the roses. They actually love the texture. It's nutty and moist and they wouldn't know it was gluten free. And I have to say throughout the whole thing, I kept forgetting that they were dairy free, meat free and gluten free. Like I actually just looked them as cakes. So it was really, really, really well done. Well, obviously I'm not tasting them. Um, Prue's only criticism for her is it's heavy on the buttercream but Paul disagrees he he thinks that you need the buttercream but I suppose buttercream is a very personal thing some people love it some people don't um, second up we have Giuseppe they say his is beautiful um, and neat actually Prue says that but I think um, Paul is less less convinced even when I was looking at it I was kind of like hmm, yeah I don't know it's a little it's, it's there but there's something not 
quite right about it. And I think what Paul is saying is that type of piping hides a lot and he calls it awkward. But they like the cherry, they like the chocolate, the cream and the kirsch is all there. Um, And he said you use Chantilly cream, but Paul says probably Italian meringue would have been better. Actually, in the end, they kind of, Paul said he expected better and he's underwhelmed by this Um. I couldn't think of the word there. I was going to say Schwarzwald Kirschestorte, which is the German for uh, Schwarzwald. Uh, I don't know. Black Forest Gatto. I could only think of the German there. And that's on learning German for my whole, how many years? Six years in secondary school. Okay. Third up, we have Chigs and his looks great. And the naked cake below with the drips is really good they say it has very distinct layers the um prue likes that it has a lot of detail and they love it they said they love it um paul's said it's spot on it has a lot of buttercream and they can't fault it fourth up we've jorgen and <laughs> i think they just say i never knew it was a chocolate cake but no haha it is a chocolate cake definitely it looks beautiful the apricot is beautiful the buttercream is light and Paul says it matches your t-shirt. Um, next up we have Lizzie. And sh- they really enjoy the rice paper. Paul says it reminds them of something out of Yellow Submarine. The Beatles movie. Which they're both from. The Beatles hometown. So that works out well. But um, yeah. The Yellow Submarine is mad. I have, I have seen a bit of it. And it's a bit strange. Um, anyway back to it. They like the lime sweet meringue. The coconut cake. And the pineapple is strong. And they're getting that hint of lime. And Paul says, it'd be great for my 40th, whenever that eventually comes around. <laughs> That's very good. So um, anyway, Christelle was so proud of uh, Lizzie for getting the finesse. She got the finesse finally. She's happy with that. Chiggs is really happy. Giuseppe says it was a disaster. Christelle says she doesn't feel safe and she's just going to say a prayer and hope her granny says a prayer too. Um, who is going? Who is going? I actually don't know. I couldn't pick out really because they're all so good. But um, they're back talking in the tent and Giuseppe is comes up and they just say he had done enough so far. So he's safe. Jürgen, the, his layers are great. Chigs and um, Paul loved the cream cheese frosting and everything about it. Lizzie was a complete triumph this week. And Christelle and Lizzie are neck and neck with each other. But they're going to actually based the judging on generally who deserves a place as bakers so um matt comes out and he says all five of you are terrific bakers and i think matt is very good at doing the judging at the end he's very sensitive you can see he kind of is very genuine so i think he's great i don't know why people on reddit are kind of saying oh i don't know if he's the one if he's the judge or if he's the presenter i like but i just think he's great i don't know i'm, I'm a matt lucas fan really in a way but he says, I have the lucky um, job of saying who the star baker is. And it kind of makes me think, who started this? This is obviously from Mel and Sue back in the day. I'm sure they were like, I have the terrible job. I have the lucky job. I have the horrible job. <laughs> this job. <laughs> and that does just stick. It's just a trope now. They have to say that. They can't just say the star baker is blah, blah, blah. So, uh, of course, I predicted that they were going to say Chiggs and yes they did say Chiggs was Star Baker and I actually didn't remember that that was his second Star Baker I can't I mean I've been doing this podcast and I still can't remember when Chiggs won the first Star Baker anyway that just goes to show my memory but um Noel has the horrible job of saying who's going home and even before he said Lizzie's name she starts to cry 
And then as soon as he he announces it's Lizzie going home, Christelle's like, no, 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 no. And the two of them are crying together. And Lizzie does her piece to camera and she kind of says, I'm really proud of myself. And uh, she's like, I'm getting dead scouse because I'm crying. Um, Prue comes over to her and she says, you're so good. And Paul comes over and he says, you know, you're from my neck of the woods. And she says, these are happy tears. She's proud of herself and she can't wait to go home and walk her dog, which is really, really sweet. And yeah, I can understand that. And next week is patisserie week and it's the semi final. So we're really getting close to the end, guys. There'll only be two more episodes of this particular season. So I hope you enjoyed today and I will see you next week. Thank you.